With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers 911 University Drive in front of audio video. SEC football preview. The preview will break down each of the 14 teams and end with our world famous predictions. This year's SEC football preview is brought to you by First National Bank, putting you first and by the College Station UPS stores each weekday afternoon at 4.30. Don't miss it. The SEC football preview beginning Monday, August 9th, right here on 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll. Welcome back. It is all Beatles Friday. This portion of the show is brought to you by Alan Honda. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, our behind-the-mic visit this week with longtime Baylor play-by-play voice John Morris. Mallory will be here at the bottom of the hour to take us home with all of the entertainment news going on. Uh, Monday, we begin our SEC football preview with the Florida Gators. That is Monday afternoon at 4.30. So we've got that going on for us, which is nice. And Astros baseball tonight. We'll talk more about that coming up. The Aggies open camp today, their first practice They will practice through the weekend and on Sunday afternoon at 4.30. Open practice, free to the fans, non-ticketed, no concessions, but you can bring bottled water. Um, That is Sunday afternoon at 4.30. And... Uh, McKinley Jackson will not be joining them. A&M sophomore defensive lineman, according to Travis Brown of the Eagle, was arrested this morning on drug charges, including second-degree felony count of possession of a controlled substance. He was released on bail of $22,000. The Eagle says in addition to the felony charge, uh, Jackson was accused of having between four and 200 grams of a controlled substance and a misdemeanor marijuana possession charge. The charges were from April 7th and not known why it took so long uh, or to file on him. Uh, Jackson has been suspended from all athletic activities, according to the A&M Athletic Department. Well... It took almost 30 years, but apparently Jerry Jones is going to let Jimmy Johnson into the Dallas Cowboys ring of honor. Jones making that announcement on live national television last night where Johnson was and being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, Troy Aikman happened to be there as well. 
Um, you know, Johnson left the Cowboys in 1993, so it's it's been a little while, and people have been wondering. The great line by Johnson when Jerry said he was going to be inducted, Johnson said, does that mean while I'm still alive? Uh, so there you go. Um, Astros baseball hosting the Twinkies tonight. They got beat last night. Six new members officially inducted into the Astros Hall of Fame uh, tomorrow prior to the ball game. Uh, Lance Berkman, Cesar Cedeno, Roy Hoffines, Roy Oswald, Billy Wagner, and Bob Watson all inducted into the Astros Hall of Fame. Rangers and Oakland this weekend, as we have told you, the Rangers Need to begin that 31-game win streak to get back to 500 um, so they can make that playoff run in September. Um, At the Olympics, Chris Middleton going for a gold medal tonight against France with the uh, Team USA basketball team. Dion Lindor of Trinidad and Tobago helped his team advance to the 4 by 400 finals that will be run uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and Annie Kuntz finished sixth in the heptathlon yesterday. Um, by the way, the U.S. has 98 medals, 31 of them gold. They trail China with 36 gold medals. China with 79 overall gold medals. And um, they're... Playing some golf in Memphis at the St. Jude WGC. Pretty good leaderboard when you look with Harris English, Ian Poulter, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith. Uh, Lefty Mickelson is on, well, close to the front page of the leaderboard. Not quite finished yet. Brandon DeChambeau also, so... Uh, just about all of the golfers are there this weekend in Memphis. All right. Um, as we told you earlier, on Tuesdays all summer long, we've been doing a behind-the-mic series with play-by-play and broadcasters from all over the state of Texas. It has been really fun um, with uh, Bill Schoening of the Spurs, Andrew Monaco, Jerry Truppiano, Brad Sham, Chuck Cooperstein, Eric Nadell. Uh, It's been just a lot of fun. Uh, And if you missed any of these, you can always go to the website at chiphower.com and pick all of those up. This week, we visited with longtime Baylor play-by-play voice John Morris. Right now, behind the mic on the Players Fund Center phone line with the former sportscaster of the year in the state of Texas, a three-time winner of the play-by-play, a broadcaster of the year, and 35 years with Baylor Athletics. He is John Morris. John, thanks so much for the time. How are you? Chip, doing great. It's great to catch up with you, and I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Um what was your when when you went to school? Um, what what was your goal? What what did you want to do with your career in your life? Yeah, you know, 
as I remember back, and it's been a while now, <laughs> it's been a few years, right? But uh, I came from Danville, Kentucky. My parents had gone to Baylor, and I came and visited and really liked it. So I came from Kentucky to Baylor and was majoring in radio TV. I liked broadcasting. I love sports, and I thought, man, if I could do something in that area, it would just be, you know, the best. Mm -hmm. And most college students, you know, when they start out, they change their mind two or three times, but I never wavered, really. Mm. Uh, I was in radio TV and worked at our campus radio station, then got a job, a couple of jobs here, and I was already working full-time at a TV station when I graduated, so... Uh, stuck with it, and it's turned out to be a great career for me. Do you remember the first game you ever broadcast? Ooh, good question. I think I think uh, I was doing some Midway High School games mm-hmm. here in the mm-hmm. early 80s, mm-hmm. and that was probably the first. Yeah, that was probably the first before I ever did anything at Baylor. Um, and then what was your first responsibility at Baylor? You know, way before I started working full-time at Baylor, uh, Frank Fallon, you know Frank, yep. he's just the greatest, and uh, um, I just love Frank, and he's, he's my mentor. Um, he had conflicts pretty much every Saturday because he was doing a Southwest Conference yep. TV game of the week every Saturday. And when the conflict, uh, you know, kept him from doing a Baylor game, he asked me to fill in starting in 1984 doing that. And so that was really the first Baylor, the first Baylor events that I did. Was that basketball, 19- John? Uh, basketball, yeah. yes, I'm sorry. That yeah. was basketball. Yeah. Um, so I was doing some games there, and that was, you know, a handful of games uh, on Saturdays. And then in 1987, I started working with Frank doing radio color for the Baylor games. And then when he retired uh, after the 94-95 school year, I came to work at Baylor full-time. Um, Frank was notorious for doing a high school game on Friday night, a college game on Saturday night, and the Houston Oilers on a Sunday afternoon. Unbelievable, isn't it, to think about that schedule and to be as good at it uh, as he was, which uh, I, I just think Frank is the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely the best. Uh, and, and to think about that kind of schedule, but he would give as much time of preparation to that high school game on yes. Friday night as he would the Baylor game and the Oilers game. Yep. But uh, it, it, that's pretty amazing. I, I don't think there's many guys that could do that and to do that as well as Frank did. So I'm doing a Brian Temple game uh, one Friday night, and Frank is calling that game. And I always go to the other play-by-play guy and compare notes and you know look at my board and I'm looking, and I've got all the numbers written down for Temple, and he goes, you know they change numbers. Oh. I, said, I, said, I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, they, they come out with these practice jerseys, but these aren't their real numbers. Oh. And, and, and he must have seen the, the look on my face, and, and yeah. he, he was totally kidding and, and, and having fun with me. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was a young kid. I was panicking. I was going, you've got to be kidding because these are the only numbers I, I have. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. I, I can see him doing that with a straight face yeah. and just trying to get your reaction to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, uh, what kinds of things did he teach you, John? Oh, man, so much. Uh, you know, what main thing was just the, the value of preparation. Uh-huh. He was always so prepared. Uh, he was unbelievable in how prepared he was for games. And when I was working with him those eight years doing Baylor Radio Color, um, it, it was my goal to try to find a nugget, you know, that he didn't have yeah. or something 
you know, that he, he you know, that, that made him go, oh, yeah, good point, you know, something like that, because it was hard to do because he was always so well-prepared. And I just learned that's the key. If you're prepared, you're confident going into a broadcast, you're going to be able to do your best job. And, and that was really the key. And, and uh, the most important thing that I learned from him uh, you know, the other things were just, you know, how he carried himself. He yes. was such a gentleman. Yep. He was, you know, not, uh, you know, not everybody knew he was a Baylor guy and he was doing Baylor games. But, you know, think about how well respected he was that the Southwest Conference had him doing TV games, basketball right. TV games. And all the other coaches were okay with that because he was so good and so, uh, you know, so uh, gracious across the board to every school. So, I learned that from Frank as well. And, and, you know, just the way to treat people, you know, mm-hmm. he was always so good uh, to everybody, you mm-hmm. know, everybody on our crew and everybody he came in contact with, you know, that speaks to him as a very, very nice person, gentleman. And uh, those are some of the things that I think of. So he was the voice of the final four for, I don't know how many years yep. you probably know. 21 years. Yeah, 21 years. So did you ever uh, ask about maybe sliding into that chair when he retired? <laughs> no, not at all. That was, uh, you know, the way that happened is Dave Kaywood was a guy who yes. was uh, in athletic communications at Baylor and went to the NCAA. And when the NCAA decided they wanted their own guy to be the PA guy, Dave said, I know the guy. Mm. <laughs> and so he called Frank and said, hey, we'd like for you to do this, but you need to audition. Yeah. And Frank says, I don't have an audition tape, you know. Mm. And uh, he said, well, just go to the Art Texas Coliseum. Just do a you know a mock introduction yeah. of a starting five and send us the tape, and you'll be fine. So he went out there in a, you know, a dark Art uh, of Texas <laughs> Coliseum and recorded that. And of course, the rest is history. You know how good it was for him. Um, but, uh, he did that from 1978 through 1990, wow. 21 years. Wow. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I had no real, uh, <laughs> uh, no real aspirations to do that, but, uh, they handed that off to somebody else. And Frank was really, really good with that. We're behind the mic with the voice of the Baylor bears, uh, 35 years, uh, he has been doing this and, you got to be part of a national championship team a, a year ago, John, in, in Baylor's run for the championship into the spring. What was that like? It was unbelievable. It was great. You know, there have been so many high points in my time here at Baylor, and, uh, you know, I've loved every minute of every game. But to to reach that pinnacle, you know, with, with Coach Drew and, and men's basketball, excuse me, men's basketball, it was just great, and I'm so happy for Coach Drew and his staff. I mean, they believed it from day one, that they were going to win a national championship at Baylor, and lo and behold, they did it, and they did it in convincing fashion and uh, did it with a culture of joy is what Coach Drew talked about all year, and that was uh, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, and yourself, and just being around those guys and seeing that culture of joy uh, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to pull for Coach Drew and for that team and for that program by the way he runs the program. I was uh, just, you, you mentioned the, the players. I, I was just terribly impressed with their demeanor, uh, with their character whenever they do a post game interview. Uh, that just that seemed like a special group of players. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, they really were. And again, that's part of the culture of the program. You know, they're good guys. They're great guys. Now on the floor, you know, they'll, they'll chew you up and spit you out, you know, <laughs> because that's what made them so good. And they play really hard defensively, but they are good guys and they're good teammates, you know, and they fit Baylor and they fit the program and they fit the culture of joy so well. So that, that's amazing, you know, that our coaches, when they're recruiting, they look at a guy's character, you know, just as much as they look at his jump shot. And they want to find guys that fit into, uh, you know, the, the culture that they have with their program and fit well with Baylor University. You, you've been through some difficult times without question surrounding this the university in Waco as like the voice of the franchise. How do you handle those things? Well, you know, it was tough, and it, it hurt because, you know, I'm a Baylor grad. So yep. It hurt me personally, uh, you know, not and, and professionally as well. But I've got a job to do. You know, we've still got games to call, and we've got games, you know, that, to be broadcast. No matter what's going on on the outside of the programs, uh, you know, I feel like I've, I still have to do my job as well as I can. And it was difficult a lot of times. But, uh, you know, you just kind of put your head down, plow through it, uh, represent Baylor as best you can, put a, put your best foot forward. A lot of times that was hard to do with what was going on, but that's what we tried to do. And, uh, you know, been through some really dark times, as you mentioned. Yep. But, again, that's what makes winning a national championship, uh, which Coach Drew did, so special because we've seen the other side of that. You, uh, if I got this correctly, uh, have broadcast 390 consecutive Baylor football games. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's the closest you ever came to missing a broadcast? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. And I don't even like talking about this because (laughs) that's a streak that goes back to, I started in 1987 with Frank, but you'll remember at that time, that's when we had the old Southwest Conference radio network. So the only games I did in 87 were the non-conference games. And then when it got to conference play, it was one broadcaster from each school, uh, which was a great plan. But then that ended. And so since 1988, I have uh, been fortunate enough to do every game. Um, To answer your question, I I know there have been some games along the way when I didn't feel well, but, you know, not, not bad enough that I couldn't do the job uh you know travel sometimes yep uh, is an issue but yep. with football games you know you got to make sure you give yourself plenty of time with that so I, I don't remember any close calls really but uh you know sitting at 390 i don't even like to talk about it. i want to <laughs> make it to 391 <laughs> that's all i want to do um speaking of that uh we have had a seismic shift in college football over the last 10 days uh, what is the attitude, and how would you describe the mood in Waco right now? Well, you know, Chip, you, and you understand this, it, it feels like uh, when we lost A&M you yes. know, from the Big 12 Conference yes. in Colorado and then Missouri and Nebraska. Uh, I just hate that. You know, we've got so many friendships uh, through the years, you know, at A&M, at Texas, at mm-hmm. Oklahoma now, and all those schools. Uh, I just hate to see it happen. Um uh, the attitude here is that Baylor's going to be okay, whatever that means, whatever that looks like. You know, if the Big 12 adds some schools and we have a new look Big 12 conference, Baylor would be right in the middle of that. 
if uh, we have to go somewhere else, you know, to find a, a viable option, you know, of another conference. I think Baylor is in a good position to uh, to land on its feet somewhere there too. But I really hate it, you know. Uh, you know, we've had games with Texas going back to the yep. early 1900s, I yep. think, 1906, I yep. think, and then with Oklahoma, a little more recent, but uh, conference rivals the entirety of the Big 12. So. I, I hate to see it. I really do. May, call me a traditionalist, if you will, but I just uh, hate to see this change and uh, wish it wasn't happening, but it obviously is. John Morris uh, broadcasts Baylor Athletics and has for 35 years in Waco. John, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Chip, always great to visit with you. I appreciate you having me on. My thanks to longtime Baylor play-by-play man John Morris. Tuesday, our final behind-the-mic segment of the summer, Daryl Razor Ray of the Dallas Stars will join us on Tuesday. AAA Overhead Door Company has garage doors, operators, parts, and fireplaces. You can drop by the showroom and check out everything they have to offer. Residential and commercial garage doors, they're on Wildflower, just across Briarcrest from the Target Center. Or call Lynn and the staff up at 775-5199, 775-5199. Nothing can ruin your day more than a broken clicker. Am I right? Well, they can take care of that and so much more. They're always timely in their response, I promise you. Give them a call. Go by and see them. They are the first name in garage doors, operators, parts, and fireplaces. AAA, Overhead Door Company. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. We've got the pizza with that fresh made taste to put a smile on your face. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. When you need a break, they got the right of food, and it's a really great place. Your choices have expanded at Double Dave's, including the choice to eat in their dining room. You can also choose daily lunch specials like pepperoni rolls for $1.50, a $4 garden salad, and your choice of sandwiches, medium stromboli, or small two-topping pizza for just $6. Let's go to Double Dave's, Keep you hopping for the pizza with the toppings that can't be beat. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. They got your pizza if you're up in the morning or you're staying up late. Specialty pizzas are 8 bucks. Add a drink for a dollar or get a medium pizza of the month for just $10. Click DoubleDave's.com to order carryout, curbside pickup, or delivery, including contactless delivery. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. They've got the pizza with that fresh made taste to put a smile on your face. This portion of the program is presented by West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry. When you or your business find yourself in a business dispute or legal problem, we are the solution. At West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry, our strength is our talent. We have the experience to guide you through whatever business conflict you may be facing so you can continue to focus on your life and your business. I'm Donald Ogato, a Bryan native and a partner at West Webb. If you need a lawyer who understands your needs, knows the community, and knows the law, call me and my team at West Webb. We can help. West Webb's principal office is located at 1515 Emerald Plaza in College Station, Texas. For your car, your home, your business too, Acme Glass takes care of you. For over 60 years, we're the clear leader. Our quality and value keeps shining through. For repair and replacement on all kinds of glass, you can trust Acme for quality that lasts. Where quality and value keep shining through. Glass, we're the clear leader. 
Don't fire up the grill this summer without a couple of links of Slovacic sausage. Since 1957, Slovacic Sausage and Snook has been making the best tasting sausage anywhere. Whether it's hickory smoked pork or beef links, spicy jalapeno and cheese, hot links, summer sausage or ham, Slovacic's will make any outdoor party special. Be sure to check out the store in Snook for the freshest meats and baked goods. And don't forget to stop at the store in West on I-35. Ask for the best. Ask for Slovacic Sausage. Sausage experts since 1957. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. Hi, this is Andy Wynn. Did you know that Beale Insurance Agency was founded in 1946 by Jacob Beale and has remained a family business ever since? Now in our third generation of ownership, Beale & Wynn Insurance has more resources than ever to help with just about any personal or business insurance need. Our staff is highly trained and friendly, and we'd love the opportunity to show you why we believe we offer the very best blend of products and service. When you shop for insurance, think of Beale & Wynn. We're online at BealInsurance.com, or you can call us at 268-1500. Beal and Win Insurance since 1946. G. Sean, J. Will, and Zubin. I'm scrolling through the television, and I told Jay I found myself watching Hollywood X's. He always finds the most random stuff to watch. It's investigative or some kind of reality show. Because it's all it's on television, and it's good conversation because some of the stuff that they were saying, I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Where was I at when all this was going on? It's Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. ESPN, ESPN Radio. Radio. Mornings 5 to 8 on The Zone. Thanks to WC Tractor. Well, how come you say you will when you won't? Say you do, baby, when you don't. Let me know, honey, how you feel. Tell the truth now, is love real? Mallory is brought to us by Southwest Card World, and we're getting close to Alex Trebek's replacement. I've heard about Mm -hmm. this briefly. Mm -hmm. Mike Richards in negotiations. Richards, one of the guest hosts, scored high, earned positive reviews. He was a producer, but now he's in negotiations with Sony to be the permanent host. Although USA Today says today it's not quite decided. Hmm. They like his easy on-air manner. Sony Pictures said they are still in negotiations with other candidates for the position. Sure they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayim Bialik and former Jeopardy champion Buzzy Cohen are being strongly considered. Okay. They declined to comment on the possibility of Richards being named the permanent host. Richards said to be the front runner, uh, but the deal is not set in stone. How do you feel about that? You know, I liked him. I feel like uh, I'd be I haven't good with seen that. all the guys. I didn't see the others they're talking about. Um, I thought Aaron Rodgers was okay. A little, little wooden, but his, but but okay. His retirement plan. Yeah, that was his backup plan. Down the yeah, drain. that was his backup plan. <laughs> um, but I, I thought the Richards guy was—he's he was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, All solid, right. solid. So we'll see. 
right. I'm still kind of hanging on out there. I'm just, uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but I'm. Are you actually in negotiations? Still, still kind of, you know, I'm the fallback. Uh-huh. I don't mind saying that. Okay. But but uh, I've let it be known that if the negotiations break down, uh-huh. we, we can do a deal. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Why yeah. not? Yeah. You know? I mean, look, you go in, you, t- you, you tape a week's worth of shows in a day, right? Yeah. So in one week, you're, you're, you're taping uh, five weeks of shows. Yeah. You know they're going to put makeup all over you and just... No, I'm no, that's part of the that's part of the negotiations. <laughs> You're going to get not, some thick gonna orange be, makeup yeah, that's, on your face. I'm not going to look like a pumpkin. Just to make sure yeah, that you know there's no glare happening. with the spotlights. <laughs> Tuesday night, two of New York's finest entertainers made magic oh. at Radio City Music Hall oh. one last time. Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. Oh. Farewell shows for the longtime friends. Second joint album, Love for Sale, out October 1st. Okay. Uh, Last night was the second concert. They did two. Um, They met in 2011, released the jazz album Cheek to Cheek in 2014. Gaga's released two solo efforts, including last year's Chromatica, won a Best Original Song Oscar for Shallow from The Star is Born. Uh, Bennett had the... Already taped two other duet albums, but revealed in February he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Remember, he turned 95 on Tuesday. Wild. 95. Uh, The music legend was as spry and charismatic as ever as he performed a half-hour solo set to the crowd, which gave him a standing O after nearly every song. Yep. There you go. That's awesome. How about that? That's it's pretty cool. Sad, but amazing. It is pretty cool. Well. Yep. I got news for you. Chief. Good. <laughs> if you're unvaccinated, Jennifer I'm, I'm Aniston, vaccinated. Oh, then you can be Jennifer Aniston's friend still, because she's cutting ties with those in her life who haven't gotten behind the vaccine. During an interview with maybe Style, I'll be her only friend. <laughs> the former's friend star revealed her decision to limit her social circle based on COVID nineteen vaccinations. Uh, laminating, it is a real shame. There are groups of people who are anti-vaxxers and just don't listen to facts. Hmm. I've just lost a few people in my weekly routine who have refused or did not disclose whether they have have or have not been vaccinated, and it is unfortunate. I feel it is your moral and professional obligation to inform since we are not all, um, I guess, being tested every single day, so... Hmm. I get it. Well, that's, I guess. I mean, she just doesn't, she doesn't want to spread the risk. Yeah, I so, guess. Yeah. So if you're not vaccinated, you can't be Jennifer Aniston's friend. Uh, you know, Margot Robbie has reprised her role as Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad. Okay. She debuted as the infamous Batman villainess in 2016. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. Dealt with her notorious relationship with the Joker. The pair's permanent breakup was integral to last year's Birds of Prey and now writer-director James Gunn's new squad, which is in theaters. Harley's now navigating killer romantic comedy hijinks when she's wooed by a South American island dictator. 
Yeah, Harley's on the prowl. That was a new aspect to the character that was really fun, says Margot. She's always looking for love in the wrong places, but she's given herself a few rules this time to look out for. Red flags, having learned from past experiences. But that doesn't stop every single version of her looking for love ending in disaster. She knows how to pick them that hard. While Gunn has a huge cast of personalities in the film and introduced a lovable crew of Marvel misfits, Harley was one of his favorite characters. However, Harley, criminal psychiatrist turned homicidal mall, came to me pretty much fully formed. It was really just me letting that character be fully her true self. Mm. The director and Robbie could change whatever they wanted about Harley, so they got rid of the rotten tattoo along her jawline (laughs) that Harley's been sporting since the original squad. Gunn thought it was ugly, and Margot didn't like it. It takes a lot of time to put on, and I didn't find it aesthetically pleasing. So there you go. So there. Yeah. I like that Margot Robbie. I've said that before. <laughs> she can act. Now, a lot of people think that. Yeah. You're not alone. She in that. can act. Uh, exactly two weeks ago, Kanye West performed. <laughs> That's right. He did the uh, uh, no, not album, album he played preview. Yes. His long awaited album. He just yes. played it. He walked in, in four, circles on the 40, stage. Yeah, for 42,000 fans. Yes. Remember Stadium's been Stadium. Yes. And then he literally never left the building. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't get him out. The superstar rapper, a genius. Yes. Uh, of course. Uh, of course. He created a studio there in the pocket of the downtown Atlanta venue yeah. where he slept in a makeshift bedroom, ate <laughs> meals from a privately commissioned chef. There you go. Uh, yeah, and he live sh- <laughs> just worked on elements of his new album. Okay. His, you know, that... Donda. Went on his, yeah, temporary life and welcomed guests, including Chance the Rapper. No way. To his new home and apparently the Mercedes-Benz <laughs> how Stadium. Do you, how do you ring the door? How do you get his attention when you're outside the stadium, right? Wasn't the, there most, literally a commercial most about Most of the <laughs> gates are locked, right? It's, Does he have to go through a security check Yeezy, to get in? <laughs> oh, man. Come, uh, come unlock the gate. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how they got in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but good for you. I wonder how long he's going to be there. Is he still there? Who I knows? don't know. He's Did they probably, kick him out after home. this last show? <laughs> I don't. I, I saw Kim was back with the kids. I didn't even. Yeah, Kim was back with the kids on the on the on the on this second show. That's yeah. both shows she's made it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, good for her. So Casey she's still supportive. Musgraves. Okay, is seeing Golden Hour in a new light in a new cover story for Crack Magazine. The 32-year-old singer reflected on her 2018 Smash album, specifically how she views its lyrics today in the wake of her divorce from Rustin Kelly last year. I've been grappling with the fact that I'm always going to have to sing Golden Hour for the rest of my life, she says. And while she's fully aware she could choose to be a blank to my fans and not sing it i don't want to do that to people who come dying to hear a song they love it's about finding a balance between giving someone the show they want and respecting my heart too musgraves and kelly filed for divorce after nearly three years of marriage their divorce was finalized in september after they announced their split 
The Grammy winner said their marriage, quote, simply didn't work out. The Rainbow Singer said performing material from Golden Hour will likely be an experience going forward. I have to disassociate a little bit. But the magic and the feelings of that time don't have to die with that relationship. I'll find new meaning in those songs. Yeah. As for her upcoming album, Musgrave said it will go against how fans may see her. Uh-oh. My last album is what people know me for. They see me as this starry-eyed, rose-colored glasses kind of girl. The golden hour girl. Well... Here I come with a post-divorce album bursting the bleeping bubble, she says. I hope it's filled with rage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She should call Taylor. Nothing's better than a good old breakup album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it's Adele, it's more like, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. (laughs) Yeah, you better not mess with her. Speaking of... People going their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Kate Bosworth and Michael Polish. Oh they're no, over. they're done. They oh, announced after eight I years never, of marriage. I never saw that one coming. I got to tell you, sharing an affectionate black and white shot of the pair laughing, <laughs> kissing <laughs> one another at the same time. Bosworth began the caption of her post with, "The beginning is often the best part of love. Mm. Fireworks, magnets, rebellion, the attraction." The on-site signals a wide open expanse. She's she's a possibility. She's British, right? Split a burger Kate with Bosworth. someone. Oh yeah, I, I can't do an accent. I'll be terrible with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with someone when you're falling in love and you can die happily knowing this is your last meal. <laughs> Buy a bottle of whiskey and share shots. Oh good. Pour gosh. me a waterfall. Play <laughs> the perfect song on the jukebox and dance with someone. You know, <laughs> you've known your whole life. Though <laughs> so you met minutes ago. That's how it ends. That's all I got. So wow. she's handling it well. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> she's not holding on to the past. Well, here's another relationship that didn't work out. Oh, better. Not. J.P. Rosenbaum, former Bachelorette contestant, has filed for divorce from ex Ashley Hebert. Ooh. Yeah, reps for Rosenbaum and Hebert haven't returned people's requests for comments. The divorce filing comes more than nine months after the couple announced their split in October. Oh, so this isn't a shock. Rosenbaum, 44, Hebert, 36, shared statements on their respective Instagram pages. (laughs) That's where you go. Hebert wrote, our differences have taken a toll in our relationship. And after years of attempting to repair the damage, we decided it's in our family's best interest to create new and separate lives for our children. Oh, there's uh-huh. kids involved. I think we both come to realize, said Rosenbaum, that we are just two very different people with very different personalities and perspectives who just don't see eye to eye on a lot of life fundamentals, those which are the building blocks for a happy and healthy marriage. So sad. Very sad. sad very, sad. very sad. Aww. So here's another bachelorette relationship that didn't work out. Everyone I'm beginning it to was think forever. I'm beginning to think that these bachelorette relationships aren't real what yeah 
How dare you? I'm just saying. They are the if realist. I, well, that's true. The realist that Hollywood has to offer. Chip, if you can go on a show and narrow it down <laughs> from, what, 30 people? Yeah. I mean, your odds are pretty good, at least for the girl, yeah, for finding someone find who love. will tolerate you. You're going to find love. <laughs> you will. And it'll be <laughs> and it'll a true be connection. It'll be perfect until it's not. <laughs> Did you know Clint Eastwood's doing another movie? Oh, Clint. The 91-year-old actor, Cry Macho. I feel like he's been 91 for A years. Western drama. Of course. <laughs> set in 1979. Oh, okay. Along with producing and directing, Eastwood stars as Mike Milo, a one-time rodeo star and washed-up horse breeder who takes a job from an ex-boss to bring the man's young son home from Mexico. Forced to take the back roads on their way to Texas, the unlikely pair face an unexpectedly challenging journey during which the world-weary horseman finds unexpected connections and his own sense of redemption. Mm. Eastwood says it's about a man who has been through some hard times in his life and unexpectedly, there's a lot of unexpected things. So unexpected. Another challenge is brought to the foreground. He would normally never do it. But he's a man of his word. He follows through, and it starts his life all over again. Hmm. Entertainment Weekly says it's an uplifting and poignant drama hmm. that finds Clint back in front of the camera only three years after starring in The Mule. But what is more surprising is how it looks like his character is going to make friends with a pet rooster along his journey. I didn't expect that, Chip. That's an unexpected twist. I did not expect that. Remember when they had the orangutan and every which way but loose? Yeah. Yeah, well, now he's got a rooster. Thank goodness. <laughs> so he's gone from what an a, orangutan what a choice. to a rooster. Both very noisy animals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and disruptive. Very disruptive. Yeah, so... Count me in. Expect the unexpected. Count me in. Cry macho. Cry macho. Doesn't send when it's coming out. Not sure. Well, we just hyped it up for him. But good for him. <laughs> but it'll... Still I making know, movies in 91. Exactly, That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Val Kilmer's children are opening up further about their father's health amid his throat cancer yeah, battle. Yeah. In a new interview with Extra, the actor's daughter, Mercedes, said he's doing well and still recovering. Uh, but it has not been an easy process. The, the recovery process is just as grueling as the actual disease, she said. Uh, everyone has been so supportive. It makes me so emotional. That's what his son Jack said. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful to see people come together. Uh, Kilmer's moving an intimate new Amazon Studios film explores the actor's life, career, and recovery from throat cancer. Mm. Speaking with Entertainment Tonight, Mercedes, who attended the Los Angeles premiere of the documentary alongside Jack earlier this week, said the entire movie made me emotional. Of course it would. That's Interesting, yeah. I wouldn't say things surprised me about my dad. He's such an open person that I know very well. But it did really surprise me to see uh, see it with an audience. I'm so used to people not understanding my dad. I'm so used to his public image being different than the playful, funny person that we know. Well, he's given two tour de force performances, one as Jim Morrison of The Doors and the other as Doc Holliday. Mm -hmm. uh, that, he was just terrific in Tombstone. Yeah. He stole that he's, movie. That, yeah. yeah. He was he's, awesome. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Halle Berry. Speaking of Huckleberries, see, uh -huh. I went from Huckleberry to Halle Berry. See what I did there? <laughs> 
<laughs> the Oscar winner makes her directorial debut, uh, debut with Bruised oh. on Netflix, November 24th. She pulled double duty, helming and starring in the gritty sports drama. She plays Jackie Justice, a disgraced MMA fighter seeking redemption in the ring and also fighting for custody of her young son. Yeah. The film premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival where the actress and producer admitted she was scared blankless about directing her first feature. Mm. When she first read the script, it was written for a 25-year-old Irish Catholic girl, she told our audiences. Mm. She convinced the producers to let me reimagine it for a middle-aged black woman and ultimately decided to direct it herself. What wow. I loved about the story, it was classic fight film. I loved the fractured brokenness of this character, and I love to see a film that's about redemption. Yeah. You go, Halle Berry. You do the dang thing, Halle. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, let's do some birthdays, can we? Yes, please. Uh, let's see. Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family. Oh, Danny. He's had his issues over the years. 62. <laughs> oh, John Slattery. He, he is, he's really good and can be very funny. 59. Mad Men, Desperate Housewives, lots of other stuff. Actor Sebastian Stan from Captain America is 39. No way. Yeah, he's 39. Okay. True story. That's what it says. <laughs> if, well, if you say. <laughs> Singer James Morrison is 37. Uh, okay. Let's do tomorrow. Yeah, the birthday's a, a, it's a little oh, dull. Here's one okay. who is collecting bets. All right. David Crosby turns 80 tomorrow. Wow. I mean, alone. <laughs> With a new liver tr and broke and no friends because he's run them all off. Uh, his former bandmates won't even talk to him. But you made it to 80. But you made it to <laughs> 80. Dash Crofts of Seals and Crofts, 83 tomorrow. Diamond Girl. Oh, this guy is just so talented. And okay. he's been here. The great Steve Martin turns Aww. 76 tomorrow. I love Steve Martin. This guy is amazing. He's he great. is a true Renaissance man. Um, Antonio Fargus from Starsky and Hutch turns 75 tomorrow. Wow. Is that right? Jeez. Susan St. James turns 75 tomorrow. Romance novelist Danielle Steele. Turns 74 tomorrow. What a 70s. Gary Larson from the far side turns 71 tomorrow. Marsha Gay Harden, great actress from the great state of Texas, turns 62 tomorrow. And the aforementioned Halle Berry, parts of her turn 55 tomorrow. Oh, she Great. Oh, she does. And speaking of looking great and acting her brains out, Mila Kunis. I love Mila Kunis. Turns 38 tomorrow. She's great. Parts of her. I don't know. She seems more natural. Mila? Seems more. Yes. All right. Well, then either if she has had work. All right. Does, uh, it's the weekend. So good <laughs> golf, good tennis, or whatever makes you happy.
Mallory is brought to us by Southwest Card World. Southwest Card World, Brazos Valley's newest sports card shop, is now open in Tower Point, just behind IHOP, off Highway 6 in South College Station. Aggie-owned and operated, Southwest Card World offers a huge selection of sports cards, supplies, and Pokemon cards. For more information, visit SWCardWorld.com. That's SWCardWorld.com. Southwest Card World is always buying, selling, and trading sports cards. Howdy, I'm Blaine Decker, A&M Consolidated Class of 2002 and West Point Class of 2007. I'm proud to return to the Brazos Valley with VetCorps. We provide emergency remediation of water, fire, and smoke damage, tree and debris removal, and disinfecting services for residential and commercial properties. I'll respond in two hours or less, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call me at 314-9957, 314-9957, or look us up online at VetCorpservices.com. That's V-E-T-C-O-R services.com. This is Passport to Texas. If you were in the field on opening day of spring turkey season, you might have wondered, where are the birds? Well, according to biologists with Texas Parks and Wildlife, field observations prior to the opener suggested hens were playing hard to get and showing little receptivity to toms and breeding. Jason Harden, Upland Game Bird Program Specialist, said hens' interests picked up near the opening day of the season, effectively hampering a hunter's chance of luring love-struck gobblers. He adds that by now, though, most hens should be bred and hunting ought to be good from the time the toms leave the roost until they go back up for the night. Biologists report habitat conditions throughout the state look promising. One region of concern, however, is the rolling plains, where the landscape is still very dry, with limited rain in the last six months. The regular spring season for Rio Grande Turkey continues through April 29th in the south zone. The north zone general season runs through May 13th. Eastern spring turkey hunting in counties with an open season is April 15th through May 14th. Hunters must report harvest of eastern turkeys electronically to Parks and Wildlife within 24 hours of harvest. Reports can be made through the Parks and Wildlife My Texas Hunt Harvest app or online from the Parks and Wildlife Turkey page. The Wildlife Restoration Program supports our series. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. Hey, David Gardner's is open all day tomorrow, and it's a good place to go to get out of the heat. It's nice and cool in there, and he'll take care of you. You could check out the latest DG Designs. He's been doing this for a long time in our community, still making jewelry, still has the Rolex and Tudor watches and David Yurman jewelry. And If you're upgrading uh, a wedding ring, he'll do that. If you've got a significant anniversary coming up, Every anniversary is significant. David will fix you up uh, the way he's been doing in our community and being part of this community. Cool off at a cool place. David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive in front of audio video. The strength of a bank is not only measured through the numbers, but through the people as well. Even with recognition like being named one of America's best banks in Newsweek or the only top seven bank in the country each of the last 12 years in Bank Director Magazine, we don't rest. We strive, we push, we serve. And we do it all so that you know at First Financial Bank, we put you first. Because together, we are Texas strong. 
Since 1992, there's been one locally owned and operated dent repair shop, Dent Magic. David and Thomas Borski specialize in the paintless dent repair process that they introduced to the Brazos Valley. If your car or truck has suffered hail damage, take it to the local shop. Don't be fooled by out-of-town pop-up businesses that are here one day and gone the next. Call 361-DENT or drop by the shop at 1606 Texas next to AutoZone. There is only one locally owned Dent Magic. Nothing improves the value of your home like a new kitchen or bathroom. Hi, I'm Joe Orsack. For 22 years now, Marblecraft has served thousands of Brazos Valley residents, providing all of the products and services needed to make your kitchen or bath look new again. From cabinets, painting, glass shower doors, cultured marble, Tiverian, quartz, and granite countertops starting at $29 a square foot. Call Marblecraft today at 846-3881 or visit our showroom at 702 West Carson Street in Bryan. Do you love Aggie football? If yes, join the Bellucci Hour, powered by King Ranch Saddle Shop, every Monday, Thursday night at 6 p.m. It's the Bellucci Hour, happy hour, Monday, Thursday nights at 6 p.m., live from the tap. Join Billy Lucci of Tex-Ags. Join Zach Taylor, the infomaniac, as they get you ready, get you hyped every week, every game, Aggie football 2021. King Ranch Saddle Shop. They feature authentic goods inspired by the original Texas Ranch. Look them up online, krsaddleshop.com. Bellucci Hour this upcoming fall. Every Monday, Jimbo said thanks to B&B Automotive. And every Thursday, it'll be the tap pick them contest win great prizes b&b automotive they're located on south coulter and brian treating you like family for 35 years it's the bellucci hour happy hour monday thursday 6 p.m powered by king ranch saddle shop join us at the tap or listen in here on the zone Beginning Monday, August 9th, our much-anticipated, never-duplicated SEC football preview. The preview will break down each of the 14 teams and end with our world-famous predictions. This year's SEC football preview is brought to you by First National Bank, putting you first, and by the College Station UPS stores. Each weekday afternoon at 4.30. Don't miss it. The SEC football preview beginning Monday, August 9th, right here on 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Listening to The Zone on your smart speaker is easy. If Louie can do it, anyone, anyone can, can do it. it. Two simple steps, and you can hear Chip Howard Sports Talk, Tex Ags Radio, The Louie Bellina Show, or Aggie Football, Basketball, or Baseball on your smart speaker. Step one, and one time only needed, say Enable Zone 1150 Skill. Then anytime you want to hear your favorite host or teams, all you have to do is say, Play Zone 1150. Make sure to set it up and say, Enable Zone 1150 Skill. And then, listen in anytime just by saying, Play Zone 1150. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Our SEC preview starts on Monday. We'll see you there here on Sports Radio 1150 AM 93.7 FM. KZE College Station, Bryan, Texas. Then you can start to make it better. Hey Jude, don't be afraid you were made to go out and get her the minute you let her under your skin then you begin to make it better
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.